Good morning and welcome to the Sacred Heart Hour here on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. We are joining you live from the studios here at St. Gabriel Radio. This is Father Stosh Daly, joined, as usual, monthly on the first Friday by Chuck and Joanne Wilson. Morning, Father. Good morning. And we have... A lot of special guests for the, the day today. <laughs> we have Bill Messerly, uh sitting at the table here with us. And as we enter into this hour dedicated to the Sacred Heart of Jesus on this first Friday of the month of November, we invite you to unite yourselves to us as we pray the morning offering prayer this morning. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day in union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world. I offer them for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart, the salvation of souls, reparation for sin, and the reunion of all Christians. I offer them for the intentions of our bishops and of all apostles of prayer, and in particular for those recommended by our Holy Father this month. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The countdown's begun. It is! (laughs) We're on the first Friday of the month of November. And tomorrow, about 24 hours from now, something huge begins. (laughs) And we're blessed to have the MC here this morning. Yes. (laughs) So, what is happening tomorrow that today's kind of like a natural lead into? Well, tomorrow is the 10th uh, annual Sacred Heart Congress that uh, you three initiated 10 years ago. Can't believe it. It's flown by, hasn't it? Blown by. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, <laughs> it's flown. It's flown yeah. by. <laughs> yeah, ten years. Phew. But if you, uh, you know, bring bring peace into your home and attend the Congress. I know that many of us feel like we didn't get the memo for a lot of uh, things about the church. <laughs> so this is a quick way to spend uh, just a few hours together tomorrow morning in a day of retreat to learn about the Sacred Heart, uh, to receive the Eucharist, uh, to have the opportunity for confession, and then to adore our Lord uh, with exposition at the end. It's a beautiful day of prayer, learning about the Sacred Heart. You'll leave there knowing about the Sacred Heart, and you'll also know how to enthrone your home to the Sacred Heart. So you can win in a lot of different ways. Come ahead and uh, go to St. Paul tomorrow morning. Uh, It starts at uh, 9.30. You should be there no later than 9.15 so that we can get seated. But uh, it'll be a beautiful morning, and I think that God is calling you to this 10th annual Sacred Heart at St. Paul. And even if you have already enthroned, especially if you have, it's a day of renewal. It's, it, there's, it's not like, oh, we know about that, and yes, we're doing it. No, this is a day to renew your love, to also be in community with those who have welcomed Jesus into their home, to share your own experience, and no one will leave without Special graces. And I also think for those that haven't enthroned, for those that have heard about the enthronement or heard about the devotion of the Sacred Heart uh, and would like to know more, this is a perfect time to come because we have some wonderful speakers this year, uh, certainly starting with our Bishop Robert Brennan. Uh, As we know, we'll be leaving the diocese the end of the month. This is his last uh, live uh, time in front of a public audience, and what a great way to send them out, uh, but also to really hear his words on the Sacred Heart, but also enter into the source of our faith, which is the Mass. 
So I think, Bill, that leads us off, right? And then we yeah. have some great speakers. Yeah, and the speakers, if you've ever listened to like a Father John Ricardo, they're so good at speaking because they learn about the faith, they pray about the faith, they mm-hmm. spend hours of adoration. These three speakers mm-hmm. are in that category. We have Father Peter John Cameron. Uh, he's going to be talking about Jesus begs for our heart. We beg for Jesus's heart. Uh, we have Emily Jaminette, who's also another writer on the Sacred Heart. She will be talking about why to enthrone your home to the Sacred Heart. And then we have Father P- uh, Joe um, Joe Laramie and the spiritual director of WelcomeHisHeart.com, and he has been a retreat master and a retreat master centered on the heart of Jesus. You will have some great learnings. And also, Father Laramie and Emily Jaminette will be offering their books for purchase. So you can leave with some uh, additional help. Father Laramie's book is a self-guided retreat that I've read and continue to, will be reading it over and over. It's beautiful. Emily's book is just, uh, I, I call it people-friendly. It's really a way to delve deeper into the secrets or the promises. She calls it the secrets. Um, it's only a secret if it's not shared. And it's, <laughs> and it's mean. She needs to share it. We all need to share it. But um, really, it's a great book. It's going to be at St. Paul the Apostle Church in Westerville. And as Bill mentioned, um, be there about 9.15. We want to start the Mass at 9.30. And Bill, as the MC, any insights of, again, why people should come? Well, three reasons. Uh, three of the 12 promises for me stand out when I ask people about enthroning their home to the Sacred Heart. The first is peace in the home. Second is comfort in our struggles. It's another promise that Jesus gave us. Mm -hmm. And the third is a source of infinite mercy. And one of the things that I I noticed when I was writing those down initially a couple of weeks ago is that I put down freedom from sin. And I don't know where that came from, but that's not one of the 12 promises. You know, of course, Christ does free us from our sins. But when he talks about honoring the image of the Sacred Heart, the love, the deep love of Jesus Christ for us, each one— um, he says that I'm a source of infinite mercy. I just think that is so beautiful. And I'm sure that Father Stosh, you're shaking your head uh, in deep reflection. There's either something good there or something no. you can get corrected there. No, no, it's very, very good. I just, we need you, Father. I, I, th- I think that image of ocean of mercy, you know, we've heard uh, many different times, but there, there's never a reason for, on our part to give up. And there's never a reason on our part to feel like um, we're, we're too far gone. You know, and so there's always that, like the Lord said, that infinite mercy. He's always waiting for us to come back. And also by welcoming Jesus's heart and enthroning him into our homes, we put everyone in his heart. And one of my uh, favorite promises is that tepid souls shall become fervent. And, you know, of course, I first pray for my own soul, my own heart. But, you know, the heart of those we love sometime, it, you know, really, they need deeper conversion. And by putting them into the heart of Jesus and trusting that tepid souls shall become fervent, you know, that is really, um, wow, that's encouraging. That is really exciting. And another gift yeah. that we offer at the Congress uh, with Father Stas Daly and other priests is confessions. 
And I think mm-hmm. for those, we know the importance of making a confession around the first Fridays, first Saturdays. And, uh, but we need uh, to really cleanse ourselves, to purify ourselves. And what better way to go and to receive the sacrament of reconciliation, receive Jesus, hear the words of Jesus, and then end uh, with adoration and exposition. Um, it's a day of retreat, and I know, Bill, we're excited to have you this year as our MC. Very much. Really blessed, and we're always uh, excited and blessed to have Father Stosh Daly, um, our 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 spiritual director forever. I guess it's forever. <laughs> Eternal. <Yeah>. Eternal. <laughs> uh, but he's turned this over. The water over, boy. <laughs> uh, he's turned this over a little bit because of his other responsibilities, but we still call him forever. <clears throat> And uh, so forth. And for those just uh, turning in, turning in to the station this morning, and uh, remember, this Sacred Heart Enthronement devotion is a request directly from Jesus. This is not something that's just out of Columbus, Ohio, but it's directly from Jesus back to St. Margaret Mary in 1673 that he would bless each home where an image of his Sacred Heart is exposed and honor. And that's what this radio program is about, is to help people understand the whys and then how to go about it and what is it all about so that at the end you can have all the graces the Lord wants to give to each family. It's true. The um, You know, if you're listening right now, maybe some of you are on your way to Mass. Maybe some of you are on your way to work, uh, maybe dropping your children off at school. And I'm just going to ask you to consider, you know, in the spiritual life of your home and in the life of your heart, um, in all honesty with, you know, no indictment or anything like that. But, you know, if, if in the life of the home, the spiritual life of your home uh, and in your own heart, if, if there's something lacking or if you know that the Lord's asking you to uh, go deeper uh, or go further and you're just not sure, like, what, well, where do I even begin um, you know, that's that's the purpose behind this hour on the first Friday of every month here on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio is to invite you to consider that first step is either coming to know or uh, becoming closer to the one you know in the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And then the Congress, which we have every year about this time, uh, and this year it's tomorrow, um, Saturday, November 6th, the Congress is a beautiful opportunity to kind of to find the answer to that question. Where do I even begin? You know, maybe someone's saying, I go to Mass on Sunday. I, I pray my rosary when I can. I try to, I try to do the readings. Um, and maybe someone's even like, I don't even do that. I, you know, I try. Um, and maybe sometimes, you know, you know the Lord's asking you to take that next step, but that next step very well could seem like a huge mountain. And you're like, I don't even know where to begin. Like, I don't even know how to begin. Well, we're offering you an, an invitation to learn about one possible step to begin, which is going to the Congress of the Sacred Heart. I would say it's, um, in our world, it's very important to highlight it's non-confrontational. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just purely an invitation. You are invited to go. The beautiful thing is, with all of the concerns that are in the air today about everything and anything, it's at St. Paul's Church, which is a beautiful church. It's very spacious. Um, so it's not like you have to worry about being in anyone else's bubble or someone being in your bubble. Um, you know, you're able to come and listen and pray 
And hopefully, you know, with that open mind and open heart, get a takeaway so that you have the idea of, okay, here's how I can make that first step. And if it's learning about the Lord, if it's learning about the heart of the Lord, and maybe it's learning about how the Lord wants his heart to be in your home, you know, which he does for all of us and every one of us. He wants his heart, his sacred and divine heart, to be in our homes. But he also wants us to have his heart in our own hearts. And, you know, having a sacred heart devotion in the home in no way takes away from uh, satisfying that hunger that only the Lord can do uh, by attending Holy Mass. It actually encourages greater participation and attendance in Holy Mass. And it cultivates for the one who opens the, the door to their heart. You know, coming to know the Sacred Heart of Jesus is coming to know the Lord. It's coming to know the fullness of his presence, the fullness of his person. And you know, something like the Sacred Heart Congress gives you the opportunity. There's going to be a lot of information offered. There's going to be a lot of beautiful words spoken. But the idea is the Lord has one message for you to hear there. And He's going to make it very clear what that one message is. And you're going to hear from some very gifted, very talented uh, speakers who thank God, praise the Lord, each of whom have a deep uh, prayer life themselves. So their words don't originate with them. Their words are truly guided by the Holy Spirit. So there's absolutely something beautiful the Lord is having there at the Congress of the Sacred Heart for you to have as your takeaway, to have as that first step. You know, not a mountain, but a first step. And, you know, I was thinking, Father, as you were sharing it just so eloquently, for the first step, you know, Saturday has become a sports day. Yeah, It's become a day to prepare for the sports, to even for our children, <laughs> yeah, much true. less, you know, our Buckeyes, but to <laughs> yeah. choose God, choose yeah. Jesus. <clears throat> yeah. That's might be your first step tomorrow, just to say, Jesus, I choose you today. Mm -hmm. I'm putting you first. And I think that those little yeses, and I know for Chuck and I, it's been the small yeses, the, just the, what you can do, what you, you know, what you are called to do, but what you say yes to. Mm -hmm. So say yes to Jesus tomorrow, put him first. Yep. And again, Mm -hmm. if you haven't registered, just show up. It's, $10 $10 for individuals, $20 for families, and there's scholarships available. There's no reason not to come. And the nice thing is, and <clears throat> Father, when we talked originally about the Congress, it was to be a morning, really, retreat. Yeah. And right. that's what this is. You're right. On the one hand, it was supposed to be a gathering for those who have fallen in love with the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And then on the other hand, it was supposed to be an opportunity for those who wanted to learn more to have that arena where they could learn more, you know, and I just invite you to consider something, you know, um, Saturday, like Joanne said, all of our days have become so packed with Mm -hmm. stuff. I mean, it's just stuff. (laughs) There's other words you could use, but it's just stuff. And we've lost that sense that Saturday is supposed to be our lady's day. Um, Saturday is Mary's day because it falls between Friday, the day of our Lord's crucifixion and death and Sunday, the day of his resurrection. So for our listeners, you know, listen right now. Know that our Lord gave us his mother to be our mother. And Saturday is that beautiful day, like Joanne said, to say, I I, want to choose the Lord. I'm going to choose the Lord. But it's almost as as if I have the whole world in my way. 
Yeah. I have everything. I have all this stuff. And a lot of times when you way. choose the Lord, suddenly it gets heavier. <laughs> I know. So it's like, well, the, on this Saturday, tomorrow, at the Congress of the Sacred Heart, whether you're there in person or you're attending over a live stream, or, you know, ask Our Lady. It's her day. Saturday is her day. Ask Our Lady just to accompany you with that prayer to be focused on her son, Jesus. You know, and that's going to be a beautiful thing, especially for those in attendance. Just think we're meditating upon the heart of Jesus on this day of the week where we consider how Our Lady walks with us as our mother. And Chuck, tell us about the live stream opportunity. Yeah, and for those that cannot come, uh, <clears throat> we, we have the opportunity. We, we have the opportunity. They just delivered some balloons here. We I'm got not psycho sure. drama wow. going on in the it's studios. For the, uh, yeah. tenth, Tenth anniversary, (laughs) but there's an opportunity to just go on welcomeisheart.com, and there's a website that you can go to to stream live, and and beautiful about streaming live is you can listen to it um, at your home with your other family members if you can't come, and then second of all, uh, for those uh, that would like to hear the talks again, St. Gabriel will be recording them, as they've done in the past, and we'll be announcing times that they'll be replaying the talks. So there's plenty of opportunity to go into the heart of Jesus. And I think our call, and this is five years ago, we're celebrating today, and I know, Bill, today, St. Gabriel, five years ago, in November, broadcast the first Sacred Heart Hour. And here we are five years later, and um, and then the question is, why? But I think, first of all, Bill, why is St. Gabriel continuing to renew our contract month-to-month? <laughs> Remember, this is a month-to-month contract. and yeah. we, Hour to hour. Hour to hour. Well, segment I, by I, segment. I love, I, love, yeah, no, I, I love what Father Stock said before. Uh, you're going to hear something tomorrow in attending the Sacred Heart Congress at St. Paul. There is something that God wants to speak to you. There is a, um, a struggle in your home that God wants to address through his love. And he'll only be able to speak that to you if you take a little time out of your schedule and, and go to St. Paul and uh, pray and receive the Eucharist and uh, perhaps uh, attend uh, you know, reconciliation with the priest, mm. uh, praise him and the Eucharist in exposition. But tomorrow is a really special day. Spiritually, I have to say there are so many people, including you, Joanne, this morning. The first thing you said is, this is going to be a special Sacred yes, Heart Congress. Is. I have heard that from everybody, and I have that spiritual sense as well. <laughs> I really want to encourage you to take some time out tomorrow to attend the 10th anniversary, the 10th annual Sacred Heart Congress. And just some words that you used, Father Stosh, many years ago in the enthronement booklet. And the new enthronement booklet <clears throat> has mostly pictures. So if you're like me and you like, like Dr. Seuss, <laughs> this, is, this is kind of a very easy-to-follow yeah. enthronement. It's yeah. uh, three days. It's modeled on Father Matteo Crowley's enthronement. He was the initial in, uh, a person who started enthronement, bringing that sacred heart love into the home. But the first sentence of uh, the booklet is, The Lord, in his mercy and love, seeks to liberate you from chains that bind you in day-to-day life. And indeed, it is only the Lord who can truly liberate us from whatever keeps us down in life. Mm. And I, I just mm. know that God is calling many of us to 
listen to him tomorrow mm-hmm. morning and to start getting used to the verbiage. I, the one yeah. objection I usually hear is, oh, I don't think I've ever used the word sacred heart publicly. How can I declare Jesus Christ's yeah, sacred heart, it's the center of my home, yep. but no compromises? He yeah. wants you to do that, and it's just the start of the journey. Mm-hmm. And as Mother Teresa of Calcutta said, I do not let the, don't let the past disturb you. Just leave everything in the sacred heart and begin again with joy. That's begin true. Begin again with joy. This is just the beginning of the yep. journey. Yeah. You know, I over the years— um, I've had a lot of questions from people about the, this hour on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, the Sacred Heart Hour. And a lot of people will ask, you know, why? I mean, why? What's the reason? You know? <laughs> uh, and I just, you know, one of the things that comes to mind, it's so simple. It's almost elementary and to some maybe even pointless. But when you think about on all the things you hear on air, anywhere, anywhere, everywhere, you know, from anyone and everyone, how often do you hear that simple phrase, the sacred heart of Jesus? So it's like if if we accomplish nothing else other than saying that phrase and someone hears it for the first time, or maybe they hear it years later after the first time, and they just, they're reminded of the power of those words, the sacred heart of Jesus. And then that, that, re, that either opens for the first time or maybe it reopens their heart to the reality of the, pers- the person and the presence of the Lord, then it's been a success. You know, have that said on the airwaves, the sacred heart of Jesus, you know, just to bring him back to that forefront of our mind while we're driving or while we're stuck Mm -hmm. in traffic or while we're folding laundry or trying to, you know, do our work. Um, Maybe even on our way from, on our way to mass or on our way home from mass, you know, Um, I get messages from my mom. She's like, oh, I heard you guys on the way to mass or I heard you on the way back home from mass, you know. So people listen, but it's just, we, it's so easy to get overwhelmed by this stuff. And then you, you let go of unintentionally sometimes, the reality that the Lord is supposed to be right in front of us. You know, the Lord is supposed to be right in front of us. And, you know, I yesterday was the Feast of St. Charles Borromeo. Congratulations, Chuck. Thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> you have a very, very dear friend in heaven. And, it, you know, some of the words he said to his priest in uh, Milan, Italy, he said, before you do anything, before you do anything, meditate before, meditate during, meditate after. Just so that the Lord is always, his heart is always at the center of your mind before you. He's always with you. He's at your side and he's at your back. And that is, that's very important because, you know, we think a lot today, it's like, well, yeah, someone's got my back, but no one's at my side. Everyone says, I've got your back. But when you have to walk into battle, that's nice. Someone's got my back, but who's at my side, you know? And that's the Lord. It's amazing how we become so overwhelmed and distracted that we don't, we're not able to remember that he's at our side. He's got our back, and he's within our heart. So when you hear this simple phrase on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, or tomorrow, you'll hear it I, you know, a lot, the sacred heart of Jesus. You'll hear the holy name of the Lord. I mean, just those words, they're enough to break the stress in the air if you just allow him. You and, and, you know, Father, um, now it's five years, 60 programs, and the question is, we talked about this, Why? Why do we do this? Why does St. Gabriel every month want the program to be on so listeners to hear it? Because it's about our listeners. It's about everyone out there. It's about us and you. We need Jesus more than ever. And if you have been tuning in over the years and you haven't enthroned your home yet, this is a personal invite. 
on our fifth anniversary to go ahead and go to welcomeisheart.com or call St. Gabriel Radio and uh, either get a missionary involved or have a self-enthronement kit come to your home or come to the Congress and pick one up. But this would be a wonderful year, a uh, wonderful time to do it because the Lord wants to be into your home. He wants to be with your family. And if your children are not practicing Catholics today, Father, we've often said disenthronement is for the whole family. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't matter the sorrow or the burden or the stress on your heart. You know, the Lord wants your heart. And with your heart, he knows he gets the burdens and the stress and the sorrows. Um, But, you know, and it's, you know, what's interesting is it's so easy for us to allow anything and everything to become that idol that separates us from the Lord. People will say, oh, but Father, you know, my child stopped practicing the faith, or my child uh, doesn't even believe anymore, or my spouse won't pray with me. It's like, well, those are indeed serious situations, but are you going to let that serious situation come between you and the Lord? Like the Lord wants you to bring that serious situation to Him, not to allow that serious situation to get in the way of him, but to bring that to him. And that's the first step. And we live in a world where we're just overwhelmed and beaten up by this idea of perfection rather than holiness. And the first step to being holy is to not let anything get in the way of getting to the Lord and to bring everyone we love to him with us. And Father, I really appreciate how you can um, share about when someone enthrones Sometimes it seems some things get worse. Sure. You know, the promise of peace. But really, as we say, the Lord reveals to heal. Right, right. And you talk about rearranging the furniture. (laughs) Or throwing it out. (laughs) Or throwing it out. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, also, the graces are there. It's not that maybe problems vanish the next day, but that we have new graces, new help. Right. And I think it's a a lot of, especially as Catholics, you know, we're used to the word conversion, Mm -hmm. you know, as Christians today, especially in the United States, we're used to that word conversion, you know, I need conversion, I need conversion. It's like, well, you've already had a conversion. What you need is sanctification. Hmm. You've already chosen the Lord. Now you need to become holy in Hmm. doing it. And it's kind of like when we say, bring the Lord into the home, that's the first step. Enthrone him, that's the first step. What's the the rest of the life? Honoring him, Hmm. allowing him to stay the king. Not just to say, today, we acknowledge you as king, brother, and friend, and then tomorrow, by the way, we need to move you to the back bedroom. You know? (laughs) No. It's like, keep him as the king. And that's, it's that ongoing process uh, it's that sanctification. So when we bring the Lord into our home through that invitation, and then we enthrone him as king, brother, and friend, you know, sometimes people, like you said, people say, well, I thought things were going to get better. Instantly. It's worse. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm taking that throne back. You know, it's like, don't you dare. Uh-huh. Don't you dare. Now what's happening is the Lord is allowing his grace to pierce the darkness, and he's revealing what is there so that it can be, like you said, healed. And we live in a world of so much just chaos and confusion, darkness and duplicity. And see, the Lord, he only brings authenticity and sincerity. So he needs to clean that up. And it's amazing how if you persevere, you start to realize, I could never have done this on my own. Hmm. I could never have done Only God could do this, and he's doing it. 
So I just have to, I have to persevere. But see, none of this makes sense. None of this, anything that we're talking about, none of this makes sense if heaven's not your goal. Hmm. Like if you're, if heaven is actually not your goal, hmm. then everything we're talking about, it's just like, what is this? Like Catholic candy? Hmm. You know, no, heaven has to be your goal for this to make sense. And Jesus has to be Lord. So, and a lot of people acknowledge Jesus as Lord, but they don't yet acknowledge or want heaven as their goal. So it's like, this is the first step for the long play in the big game called life. Victory is heaven. And the Lord wants to get you there, you know? And it's just that understanding of kind of having your priorities, right? And that's what this month of November does for us as Catholic Christians. We remember the holy souls. We remember the saints. It's like, oh, that's right. This thing called life on earth is not going to go forever. (laughs) So what's my goal? Heaven. Heaven is my goal. You know, how do I get there? Jesus. Well, where do I begin? His heart. Your heart. And You know, isn't it great, too, that Thanksgiving is in November Mm -hmm. and an opportunity to truly be thankful, to truly allow the Lord, you know, to enter into that time of gathering, to even reclaim that uh, that family meal, to reclaim that coming together and sharing together and listening together, and you know we have a we have a national holiday. You're right, <laughs> but we need to claim it for the Lord. Yep. Absolutely. Well, I know, Bill. Any other thoughts with the Congress as we move on? Or today? any other thoughts, Bill? Yeah. Well, first of all, uh, listener, go ahead and show up. Tomorrow morning at St. Paul the Apostle in Westerville. Uh, it starts at 9.30. Be there by 9.15 and get seated. Uh, it's a beautiful morning. Uh, wonderful talks. These are some of the best speakers on the Sacred Heart in the world. Um, they all have the desire for you to understand the Sacred Heart in a deeper way. You'll be with our bishop for publicly for probably the last time before he moves on to Brooklyn, New York, to lead and shepherd them. Uh, we'll have some time for um, confession. Um, but there is one, the two thoughts. First is thank you, Joanne, Chuck Wilson, Father Stosh Daly, for hosting the Sacred Heart Hour the last five years. Happy anniversary. It's a privilege. The balloons are Floating just a, a small <laughs> token of our appreciation for um, sharing your wisdom and your prayers. And as I'm listening to all of you speak about the Sacred Heart, There's a difference between head knowledge and heart knowledge Mm -hmm. and connecting the two, and I'm so thankful that you have both and that God has given you those graces and that you're willing to sacrifice your time to share those on air, so thank you. The the other one is I was talking with a friend um, last Sunday, and he's a business leader. He's a wonderful man and leader of of a, a large organization, and he was talking about culture, and I think that as you were talking, I was thinking, boy, I should probably share what I thought was a striking comment by him. So Michael says, uh, you know what? One of my favorite sayings is, you cannot play an uncertain trumpet. You cannot play an uncertain trumpet. We want our homes to be a Mm. trumpet of love, right? Mm. And if it's uncertain, we don't have Mm -hmm. a vision, we can't play that trumpet. Mm. And I, I think that many of our homes are playing an uncertain trumpet maybe even an uncertain kazoo, and I can attest to that, you know, from my own experience. I'm not trying to convict anybody else. It's just we need to play a certain trumpet, and that certain Mm -hmm. trumpet, if you really want to proclaim love and goodness, get on the journey with the Sacred Heart. Bring Mm -hmm. that Sacred Heart into your home. 
And also Either for those um, that are in a position that Joanne and I were in 1991 that didn't know anything about this except uh, a little background on the Sacred Heart, but but not really attuned to what the graces were. And Father Joe Lau said, well, I, uh, I'm open if you're open to have your home and throne. I'd like to witness it with you. And we said yes. We didn't know totally, Father, what we were saying yes to. Yeah. But we said yes. And that's all we're asking you is trust in Jesus. This is a request from Jesus. Just say yes, that little yes. You don't have to think about it. And for those that have been thinking about this for five years, now's the time to do it. So whether you just come on the radio today or five years ago, it's the time to do it. Absolutely. We thank you for joining us for the first segment of this Sacred Heart Gee, Hour. that went quickly. <laughs> that was the first segment of the Sacred Heart Hour here on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. And we just invite you to, you know, unite yourselves to us as we bring to a close this segment and head into our break by once again keeping the heart of Jesus at the center of our minds. Most kind Jesus, we humbly kneel at thy feet. We renew the consecration of ourselves to thy divine heart. Be thou our king forever. In you we have full and entire confidence, and may the Holy Spirit penetrate our thoughts, our desires, our words, and our deeds. Bless our undertakings, share in our joys and our trials and in our labors. Grant us to know Thee better, to love Thee more, and to serve Thee without faltering. Amen. Amen. I lead a pilgrimage to the Holy Land every year, and in Jerusalem, you can walk up the same stairs the Holy Family, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, walked up to get into the temple. Something's striking about those stairs. They're uneven. Some are short, some are long. That's not an accident. The architects designed those stairs so you'd have to be mindful of what you were doing as you approached the dwelling place of God. If you weren't thinking about your steps, you'd trip. When you go to Mass, you're approaching something holier than the Old Testament temple. I know, it's often a mad dash just to get there on time, but try to be mindful of your steps. If you can, show up five minutes early to quiet your heart. Do a Google search of the Gospel of the Day to read it before you get there. Or bring a journal to jot down some thoughts that touched you during the homily. God shows up at every Mass. If you want to get the most out of it, make sure you show up too. Not just physically, but mentally and spiritually. This is Chris Stefanik from reallifecatholic.com. started like it does for many people question my faith and question authority and I feel that the reason why I left was the the draw of the world the world was pulling me away some people would say you know Satan would you know Satan was working on me he did not want me in church he wanted me to be desperate he wanted me to have the thoughts of suicide I started to realize that a lot of the things that I experienced in my life were a result of my rebellion against God and against authority. Coming back to the church is the first step in healing from all of the hurts of the world. I went from being desperate and in despair to finding hope and encouragement for for the future. I'm on God's team. I, I know who I belong to, and I know where I'm going, and there's nothing that can separate me from God's love. Take another look at the Catholic Church. Visit catholicscomehome.org today. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and hello, good morning. 
Welcome back. Oh, none of this is ever scripted. <laughs> so, good morning and welcome back to the Sacred Heart Hour here on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. We are entering into the second segment of this hour on a huge day. It's the first Friday of the month of November, the month of the Holy Souls. We consider all of the saints in heaven, and we also consider what got them there their love for the Lord Jesus Christ, their love for the heart of Jesus. As we enter into the second segment of the Sacred Heart Hour, we invite you to join us in prayer as we keep the Lord at the center of our minds and at the hearts. O most holy heart of Jesus, fountain of every blessing, I adore you, I love you, and with a lively sorrow for my sins, I offer you this poor heart of mine. Make me humble, patient, pure, and wholly obedient to your will. Grant, good Jesus, that I may live in you and for you. Protect me in the midst of danger. Comfort me in my afflictions. Give me health of body, assistance in my temporal needs, and your blessings in all that I do, and the grace of a holy death. Amen. 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 Wow. (laughs) Now we're in uh, our second uh, session here, and uh, we're really excited again to promote uh, the Congress and uh, Emily Jaminette just dropped in uh, to wish us well on our fifth anniversary. And uh, Emily, I know you're a speaker. You're involved with the Congress. Thoughts tomorrow and why people should come. Well, I just want to say congratulations on five years. I believe this program is so important. Thank you, Father Stosh. Thank you, Mom and Dad, Chuck and Joanne. It's really um, a powerful witness. And as I, too, was listening to the program the first half, you know, it makes me think of the importance of what is your legacy? What do you want to be remembered by? And I can't think of anything better than being remembered by a person who loves the sacred heart of Jesus Mm. and is striving to have a love that resembles that of Jesus Christ. And that's what he's going to give you. If you abide in his love, you abide in his word. And we, we can come to, we can come to know this love. It's and live this love and share this love and then make this our legacy. So I think tomorrow is such an exciting day. I'm having such a hard time sleeping because I'm so excited. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) And I think that, you know, I think providentially marking five years right before this 10th Congress. And, you know, the great news is everyone is we set this day up for you to show up. We are not being bound by how many apples do we need and do we need granola bars and what Mm -hmm. happens if this person comes. No, we're set up Mm -hmm. for everyone to come because this is a this is a morning retreat. This is an opportunity to ponder, as Father Stosh said in that first segment, important questions. This is the place to go to get your answers, not Netflix not you know the the news let's let's have a retreat and really refocus on on the meaning of life so thank you so much wanted to just pop in as i was in the neighborhood well thank you emily and it's always uh, a blessing uh to hear from you and i know the speakers tomorrow we're really excited uh to have certainly um father joe laramie uh who's going to be a wonderful speaker and talking about this way of putting this into St. Ignatius' words. He's a Jesuit priest. House, these uh, Jesuits have always been formed with a heart. And uh, what a gift that he's going to be. And Father Pete, uh, uh, Father uh, Peter John Cameron, 
um, from St. Patrick's. And if you're listening from St. Patrick's, great opportunity to come because you know how good he is and to really talk about uh, that heart of Jesus, but more importantly, uh, that source and summit by our bishop. And we're sad that he's leaving, but what a great way for us to turn out tomorrow to support him, uh, which is really supporting the church and then bring us closer to Jesus and to his heart so we can bring it back into our homes. So again, it's tomorrow, uh, the Congress at St. Uh, Paul the Apostle Church in Westerville show up at 9.15. If you haven't registered, that's not a problem. And uh, it's $10 or $20 for a family, $10 individual, or uh, there's scholarships available. No reason not to come, and there are more reasons to come. How awesome would it be if it was standing room only for the Mass? That's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm hoping for. Just an opportunity for all the faithful to show their appreciation and love for the bishop. Well, we have, you know, everything has that one, you know, surprise bonus. The surprise (laughs) bonus is your um, Sacred Heart Congress bag is starting to resemble, they call it a suitcase of (laughs) items. So we are not just giving you a program. It is full of lots of goodies. So if you needed that final push over the edge, just wait. Just wait. The shopper and Joey just got excited. I know. Just wait for what is in the bag. John Swisher goes, uh, he has been stuffing 500 of these bags. He's like, Emily, this is resembling a suitcase because I keep saying, oh, could you just put 500 of these in the bag and 500 of this in the bag? So we want 500 families, 500 individuals. Just come, just come. And you can still rake those leaves in the afternoon, everyone. The weather's going to be great. So spend the morning with us. And what about online? How do they do that, Emily? You know what? We set this up very uh, easy, just there will be the ability to stream it right through St. Paul's. You can visit Welcome His Heart. You can sign up. You can message us. We'll send you the link. It will be it will be available. So the goal is is that we all can access the same messages, and that's really important that we can be formed into the heart of Jesus together. So um, I'm I'm very excited, so grateful um, that the Sacred Heart Hour. Um, works with the Sacred Heart Congress, which works with the the movement of enthronement of hearts and homes coming to encounter um, the, the the heart of Jesus. So this is exciting. Okay, and I I thought of um, Father John Essef when he said this on August the twenty fourth, nineteen o seven. Father Matteo drew up his plan, our, our Lord's plan, to conquer the whole world for the Sacred Heart a plan approved by many popes. And then I hope to revitalize Father Mateo's ministry on a global scale so that Jesus is enthroned everywhere. And that's what this is about. That's what Sacred Heart Enthronement Network is about. People are going to be listening all over the world. It's about spreading this love as Father Mateo and really just continuing Father Mateo's call Uh, and his plan, Uh, and that's all we're following. And from our Lord, from St. Margaret Mary in the 1673s, to all the different popes that have supported this, to uh, Gloria Anson, that some of you knew, uh, to the Men of the Sacred Heart, and now to the Sacred Heart Enthronement Network. It's a continuation, 
but I think it's more of a continuation because the world needs Jesus more today than ever. And Emily, I'd like you to share a little bit about why you wrote the book about the secrets of the Sacred Heart. Well, I wrote the book to tell the story, right? We got to tell the stories. We have to tell stories of faith, of transformation, that the promises, you know, my favorite word in the title is Secrets of the Sacred Heart, 12 Ways to Claim the Promises in Your Life. And the, the key words claim. Claim is, you know, Jesus is pouring out his love. You need to be a recipient and to respond and that's what my my hope and desire is through, you know, I've been inspired by my parents' faith, by Father Stosh, by, you know, understanding the connection between the Holy Eucharist and my home. When that light bulb goes off, you're never going to be tempted to miss Mass on Sunday. I promise you. And I feel like I get to tell the story from a mom's perspective, from a from the laity with seven children, you know, I know your trials and your troubles. I know what it's like to feel the darkness of the culture seeping in, but we have solutions and they're actually really simple. And I I think it's um, interesting in our culture, we're intimidated to talk about the most important things. Right. And yet, why is that, Father? <laughs> right? These important things matter the most. And, you know, these are the things we don't want to start these conversations in moments of tragedy. Let's let's incorporate them yeah. every day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Well, thank you, Emily, for popping in. Can't wait till expression. tomorrow. Tomorrow. And we can't wait. And as <laughs> for those of our listeners that don't know, Emily is the executive director of the Sacred Heart Enthronement Network. And you can go on welcomeisheart.com and uh, find all the information for the Congress, for enthronement, for the devotion. And you can email, and Emily will get back to you, and uh, so forth. I think, Father, as we really look into November, um, we've talked about the different feast days coming up. Mm. But I think the big one is the solemnity of our Lord Jesus Christ of the universe. Mm-hmm. I mean, and reading this, Pope Pius the eleventh in nineteen twenty noticed the trend towards secularism, yeah. communism, and atheism. Yep. And his response was instituting the feast of King of Christ the King. Yeah. And how that ties into the Sacred Heart. Yeah, absolutely. You know, mm. for those of you who might have little ones at home, gra- uh, children or grandchildren or nieces and nephews, this is a, it's a great thing because, you know, we're going to Mass right now and we're in ordinary time. So when you go to Mass, the priest is in green. Ordinary time will be brought to a close with this solemnity of the kingship of Jesus, Jesus Christ, King of the universe. And it's, it's really impress- it's impressive and it's easy to highlight to the kids or even to ourselves, you know. It's like, okay, Father is in like white or he's in gold, you know, he's in a different color. And it brings to a close the whole liturgical year. It's that kingship of Jesus over the whole universe. And the implications of such a powerful, bold statement are vast and many. And the thing is, like, if we say, you know, when we say Mary is our queen, well, do we understand that you're saying that only because her son is king? You know, in the Davidic throne room through King Solomon and on down the line, the king in ancient Israel, his uh, wife was not the queen, his mother was. So 
anything and everything kind of directs us back to this the lordship of Jesus, you know, the fact that he's the Christ, the the anointed one, the Messiah. But to highlight that he's king, it means all dominion, all power, all authority originates from him, within him, and out of respect and love, we should give it all back to him. So when you enter into the enthronement of the Sacred Heart, there's this uh, this series of words that we say. We acknowledge Jesus as king, brother, and friend of this family. That means he is the head. You know, he is the head. He has the authority in this household. And a lot of people get uneasy when they hear that. It's like, what? I mean, what about me? Like, free will? And it's like, okay, with all due respect, you don't have the authority in your house anyway. <laughs> you know, <laughs> let's talk about the nastiness on the computer or the gross stuff on the TV, hmm. or let's talk about the addiction to anything or everything. Today. That's what has the authority in your house, not mm-hmm. you. So don't act like you don't want to give it up and give it to Jesus, because you don't have it anyway. Hmm. You know, all of that nasty junk you brought in, that's got the authority in the house. So it's an opportunity to basically say, I'm not the king of my house. I never have been. But I do have the right, I have the authority as someone who lives here to acknowledge that Jesus will be the king. Not hmm. the stuff coming in on the TV or uh, in the phone that I hold in my hand that I'm addicted to. You know, Jesus will be the king. And that's what's powerful. You say, this household, this place where I live, either as an individual, as a spouse in holy marriage, or as a parent and a spouse, it doesn't matter your state in life. This place where I live, this is going to participate. This is going to be united to the kingdom of God. Or a school or a business. Yeah. Absolutely. It's really any place. But, you know, schools and businesses don't matter at all if your home isn't. Yeah. I mean, the home has to be conquered. Mm -hmm. Now, when people who live in a house that's been given over to the kingship of Jesus, Mm -hmm. when they go to work, they want that kingship to be found there. Uh When they send their kids to school, they want that kingship of Mm -hmm. Jesus to be found there. And you're seeing this in the incredible chaos and confusion with regard to education in our country right now. Absolutely. You know, and so it's like, do you want the kingship of Jesus to have an impact and be present in all of these facets in life? Then start in your own life and start in your own home, Mm. you know, and that will carry over. But when we look ahead in this month, it's amazing that we begin with the solemnity of all saints. And then at the Mm -hmm. end of the month, we're going to celebrate the kingship of Jesus. You know, the Lord Jesus Christ is king over the whole universe. But where does that whole universe begin? Where does kingship begin? In Mm. your heart. In your heart. And then you realize, how do I honor the kingship of Jesus? By inviting mm-hmm. others to live that life, you know? And when you start to feel overwhelmed, when you start to feel beaten up, when you start to feel downtrodden, and you start to feel alone, this, my dear brothers and sisters, remember the saints. They accompany us. There's that, you know, that reference in Letter to the Hebrews, so great a cloud of witnesses. I mean, I, I just, I love that reference, the great cloud of witnesses. I mean, mm-hmm. they surround us. Think about when you're praying the Holy Mass. Your mind is burdened with mm. all of these things, and you're distracted, and you just got so much on your list mm. to do, and you're like, I'm supposed to be praying, and my mind is a thousand other places. But remember, there's thousands of people around you praying with you. Mm. Let them share in those burdens. Let them pray with you. Let them pray for those burdens. Those are the saints, the saints in heaven. And you know, Catholics really have to grow up and stop being ashamed of being Catholic. Hmm. I mean, just kind of like put up or shut up. You know, this is time. I mean, it's the kingship of Jesus is real, you know, and Hmm. we kind of like whisper about it because we don't want to be outcast. You're already an outcast. (laughs) Stop acting like you fit in. You don't, you know? (laughs) Thank God. I think a lot of people are 
hesitant to even put an image of Jesus totally. in their home. Totally, I know. And what that image says is yep. from our Lord, I will bless the homes in which the image of my sacred heart shall be exposed and honored. I mean, period. It's not like, well, think about it. If you don't want it, that's okay. Yeah, He's exactly. saying, I will bless. He's yeah. not saying he's going to bless without that image. He right. wants that image. Yeah. Why? Because it's going to bring you back to his Exactly. Because if you see something holy, you'll think something holy. Yep. And I think that's the key. And uh, so as we think about the whys of why you need to enthrone, why you need to put Jesus into your homes, yeah. and then why is the last mass of this liturgical year the solemnity of our Lord Jesus Christ, King of the universe? And when we say you're going to enthrone Jesus, you're going to enthrone him as king, yep. brother, and friend. Absolutely. And I think that kingship, we understand he's our brother. Yeah. And I never thought of it until recently. He's my friend. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, he is... He's the one who's our head, but then like like I said earlier, you know, as our brother, he's at our side, but as our friend, he's got our back. Well, what you know, about with Savior? Us. I Absolutely. always want to add that. Well, I don't think there's anything wrong, but see, the thing is, it's like, yeah, he's already Savior, but because of him being Savior, that's how we're able to come to know him as the king, brother, and friend. Okay, that makes sense. You know, because think about it. There's a lot of people who want to be your king, yeah. but they're not the Savior. You know? For sure. And they probably think they are. Uh, I mean, yeah. they need medicine. You know, <laughs> There's a lot of people walking around with Messiah complexes today. But the Lord is like, no, no, no. I am the Christ. I am the Savior. And we've got these beautiful passages on Sundays for the past few weeks from Mark's gospel about the people running to him, the people who are blind and he calls them. I mean, his lordship, his the fact that he's the Messiah, it could not be more clear but, you know, it, I like to think of it like this. You you offer the heart of Jesus to someone, and they're like, you know what? I'm good. I, yeah. Maybe next year. Yeah. They're like, okay, do you know what you just said? You can do it on your own. Mm. So my follow-up is, how's that working out for you? <laughs> you know? Not well. Because you're a big, hot, walking mess, you know? <laughs> and you think you can do it on your own? Uh-huh. Merry Christmas. There you go. Uh-huh. But, I mean, it really comes down to that mm-hmm. that thing. And we sometimes think that we still have forever. Yeah. No, we all you have right now is right now yeah. to act, you know just basically embrace the Lord. Like I mean, imagine the Lord is wanting to embrace us, and we're like, eh, not yet. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, because your coffee and donuts is gonna yeah. that's gonna embrace you. Yeah. It's gonna embrace you all right, and then you're gonna carry it forever. <laughs> Whereas I the know Lord, about that one. the Lord wants to embrace you, and He wants to carry you. I mean, there's just so there's just no reason. It just makes so much sense. See, this Father. is what bringing balloons into the studio does. It just sets me on fire. <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> Dave, no more balloons. <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait till tomorrow. <laughs> no, I can't yeah. wait till tomorrow. There's a billion reasons to go there, and very few not. You know. Yeah. yeah. No, and I think tomorrow is just another way to go deeper. You Absolutely. Can never get to the end. This never. is a journey. It's true. And it's a journey for all of us in this room. It's a journey for our listeners. It's a journey to to really give all to Jesus. And I love it when Peter Herbert Herbeck uh, spoke at our men's conference years ago. And it's like, you know, you have all these chips and you need to put them all in. Don't hold any back. Just put all your chips into Jesus. And one way to do it is make Jesus the king, brother, and friend of Absolutely. your own. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Don't, don't hesitate. Come to the Congress tomorrow, 915, at St. Paul, the Apostle Church in Westerville. We have confessions, speakers, the bishop, and his last real public appearance. Mm. We want to send him off with a full house. But more importantly, we want to honor Jesus, and then it closes with adoration. Yeah. And in this month, you know, no matter where you are, no matter who you are, no matter what is in front of you, don't be afraid to let the saints live with you so that you can then live with them, you know, That's adoring the Lord. Father. Let the saints live. Get to know the saints. And they're you know? wonderful My books is, out and, now. Yeah, and read about them. And they're like, I always tell the guys who see me for spiritual direction, I was like, okay, you got your click, you got your posse, and you got your class. Mm. The click are the saints that you see every day. Mm. I mean, they're the ones you're like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you got the posse you see like on Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. You go out to see the movie, have dinner once a mm-hmm. week. And then you got the class and you have the big party and you see them like once a month. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's so nice. You're mm-hmm. so here. You know, but you're supposed to have that kind of intimate friendship mm-hmm. with the saints. You have to let them live with you so that when then you follow the heart of Jesus into heaven, you're living with them. And you don't live by this thought that somehow you're on your own, you know? You know, Father, we started five years ago, and I had one sheet of paper and about five things. <laughs> Today, I have nine pages. We haven't covered it all. Finders, but, even. But our, our reflection oh of the day we were going to talk about was you were born to be a saint. You were born yep. to be a saint. We're Absolutely. all born to be saints, and we have to think like that. Yeah. And we're saints because of Jesus Christ. So true. And more we enthrone the more we show love to others and take it out to others. That's what our Lord wants. But it's uh, it's about changing of our hearts. And it's interesting to me, Father, whether it's all started with Father Mateo and others around 1880, and then you see the Christ the King um, solemnity coming up, started in 1920, because that word secularism yeah. was penetrating the family. So let's all understand, we have to allow Jesus to be the king, and don't let yeah. the secularism take over your home. And right? Thanksgiving is a perfect time as you gather as a family, or as you just gather as a you know small group, renew Renew your uh, commitment to the Sacred Heart and your enthronement and make it conscious Mm. and be thankful. Be so thankful to Jesus for appearing to St. Margaret Mary, for giving us these promises, for giving us these extra graces. And once again, say, yes, yes, Jesus, you are welcome here. Yep. No, that's this hour as it is every month on the first Friday at just took off and flew away. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. But we're very grateful you were able to spend time with us this morning here on St. Gabriel Catholic we Radio and this Sacred Heart Hour on the first Friday of the month, a day dedicated totally to the heart of Jesus. We bring this to a close and we invite you to unite our hearts, uh, your hearts to ours as we come before the Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for all the benefits you have granted to us through the merciful love of your Sacred Heart. We are truly grateful for your gift of life. We thank you for the gift of faith received in baptism when we were made children of your Father and heirs to heaven and received your own divine life in our souls. We also thank you for the gift of the priesthood and all the other sacraments which increase your life in us and for the gift of your Blessed Virgin Mother, whom you have given to us as our Mother and Queen. Above all, good Jesus, we are grateful for the gift of your loving heart, the gift of yourself in the crib at Bethlehem, on the cross at Calvary, and in the Holy Eucharist. Amen.
Amen. This is listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM820 on WVSG Columbus and FM88.3 WSGR New Boston, Portsmouth.